The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I think there's a lot of fans of the NBA who believe that there are players out there who are playing in the NBA who are not very good. I think that there are casual fans and hardcore fans who think to themselves, like, is it possible that there are like a, a group, a pretty large group of players who just don't actually like the game that they're paid millions of dollars to play? And we don't really have any evidence for that. We don't have anything to substantiate our our claims, our beliefs, our our anecdotal evidence of just lackadaisical complacency that we see on a night-to-night basis. Well, DeMar DeRozan is cooking a quarter of the NBA and is substantiating the things that we have been thinking for a very long time. What did he say? Uh, Brace yourself. A quarter of the players in the NBA absolutely stink. That's like 100 players. That's literally like 100 out of the 450 players. DeMar DeRozan has put a stamp on it. They fucking are trash. They stink. They shouldn't even be here. I cannot tell you how many times I've seen media members, included myself, just get cooked by fans saying, oh, I say, oh, this player stinks. X, Y, or Z stinks. They are not very good. And they're like, you don't know. These players are professionals. You don't know. They're in the NBA. How can you say that? They're elite guys. They're elite athletes. You're just some Karen out there. No. Comparatively to the other guys who don't stink, these guys stink. There are guys who cannot play at an elite level, which is what we're talking about. Do not take my word for it. Take Paul George and DeMar DeRozan's word for it. How did you feel about the tweet that LeBron sent out? Bronny was better than some current NBA guys. We do guys a lot of sorry motherfuckers in the league. I'm going to be honest. No cap. I'm the type of dude, I keep my opinions myself. I chill. I play the backseat. But being in the league so long, you realize how many motherfuckers don't love the game of basketball, who take it for granted, who feel so entitled, who just want everything that come with it, but don't want to put the work in. Mm -hmm. It's so frustrating. You know what I mean? Like, we played in an era where you had, like, 
earn everything. So mm-hmm. you got so many guys coming in thinking like they just should be playing because they homeboy told them they nice. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, you're not good. So I definitely got Brian's standpoint of that because you'll be surprised. It's a good, what is it, 450 of us? It's a good 75 to 100. Stinks. Stinks. <laughs> good dudes, though. Dudes. <laughs> good dudes, though, but they stink. Like, they fucking suck. I can't tell you how much I love this clip. Anytime somebody gets into my mentions and tells me that these players don't stink, I'm sending that clip right back to them. 75 to 100 players in the NBA absolutely stink for a long time in this league. So what do you do when everybody on the floor was a number one option for most of their lives? You either adapt or you're fucking gone. Or I guess you sit on the bench uh, and throw soup at your colleagues and and get dropped like uh, Kevin Porter Jr. The Golden State Warriors, he would probably be one of those 75 guys. That's just that's just what it is. They want to smoke weed. They want to go to the club. They want to hang out. They want to get paid. And you know what? God bless them. But when it comes to playing actual basketball, they stink. And I'm going to tell, tell you, they stink. What do you do when you get life-changing money? Do you continue to grind or do you chill? That's really the deal. A lot of the guys are going to get the message. That message is 11 for 25 from the field and a plus minus of negative 18 is not going to get you to the place at the table for a long line for a long time in this league. So what do you do when everybody on the floor was a number one option for most of their lives? You either adapt or you're fucking gone. Or I guess you sit on the bench uh, and throw soup at your colleagues and, and get dropped like uh, Kevin Porter Jr. So I've thought this a lot about the NBA. Because it's kind of like a little office setting. You know, you got guys all put together. They didn't ask to be with one another. A lot of different personalities, a lot of different types of play. You've got coaches that come and go. They've got different systems that they want to run. Some of those systems deprioritize you and prioritize others. Other guys, you get traded, uh, and they come to your team. They change the dynamic. So what do you do? How do you try to fix things when they go sideways? And I think that's a question that teams probably have been asking for years. And I have been asking it very specifically about how does anybody patch things up with Rudy Gobert? How does anybody patch things up when this is a player that, like, is universally disliked? Oftentimes, over and over again, there's infighting. Nobody tells each other what the problem is. Uh, They get blown up. They start again. They don't communicate. Things go bad, guys get traded, they blow it up again, they fire the coach again, they trade a player again, over and over and over until they just have no picks, no capital, and a bunch of fucking dismal results. That's like the Charlotte Hornets. That's what I'm thinking about right now. So the Minnesota Timberwolves face that same issue right in the offseason. They lost in five to the Nuggets, uh, and the difference between the Wolves and the team like the Sixers is they've got a star, a transcendent star, Ant Edwards, who is willing to put in the work. Ant Edwards, who has relentless... I strive to be as relentlessly positive as Ant Edwards. He's 21 years old, and he is maybe the the greatest dude in the league. He might save this franchise from themselves. as He p- could potentially save this franchise from maybe the worst trade in NBA history. Of course, I'm talking about Rudy Gobert. Like I said, universally disliked, came to this team universally disliked, punched his own teammate in the playoffs to the point where that other player is now going to maybe leave the team. And instead of Ant Edwards being like, yeah, we agree, this guy fucking sucks. Uh, Terrible trade. We got to move him. 
or whatever the case might, might be, he decides, what's he going to do? He's going to fix things with Rudy Gobert. He's going to patch things up, mentor Rudy Gobert. He's going to get their relationship as tight as it can be. It may seem like a tall order. Rudy is notoriously surly. But if anyone can do it, it is Ant Edwards, the 21-year-old player. Mind you, Rudy Gobert is 30. So that mentorship relationship is already fucking wild. So according to the Minneapolis Star Tribune, Ant Edwards is headed to France this offseason just to train all summer with Rudy Gobert. All summer. Yes, you read that right. According to Wolves beat writer Chris Hine, Ant Edwards is planning on heading to France to work with Gobert. From the outside, Edwards and Gobert didn't always seem to be on the same page. Edward always seemed reluctant to pass when working with him with the screen and roll game, and Edwards says that wasn't the case. I am stunned. I thought that there would be no way that this trade could get salvaged, but holy moly, Ant said this, I love Rudy. Me and Rudy got a great understanding. We talk all the time. I think he can get a lot better as far as catching the ball, jump hooking, and I tell him all the time, like, Rudy, I'm going to throw you the ball every time. I want you to jump hook or money dunk on someone. And he's like, I got you. So this summer we're going to get together to work on it in France. He's going to go to Aunt Edwards in France? I need this reality show. I need it. Not like, hey, Rudy, you French fuck, you've ruined our team. You come to my city and you train with me. No more baguettes for you, bitch. You're coming to me. No, no, no. He's like, croissant, bonjour. I'm coming to you, Rudy. Au revoir. Like, if anybody can make Rudy Gobert likable, it's Aunt Edwards. And you know who Aunt Edwards never said anything like this about? Never heaped praise on, never went and traded with them in the offseason, never said how much he likes them. Carl Anthony Towns. This is just further evidence that Carl Anthony Towns probably is on his way out because this team cannot work with two seven-footers. you got to choose one. One can't defend, one who can't score. There's a reason that the rumor mill is full of the talk about Carl Anthony Towns to the Knicks involving either R.J. Barrett or Julius Randle. Ant is going to be first-team All-NBA. He is the stake. And Carl Anthony Towns also has main character syndrome. So he might be on his way out, and Ant Edwards is going to fully salvage the Rudy Gobert trade and maybe even Rudy Gobert's career as a result. If you are a Wolves fan, Ant Edwards, croissant, a bonjour. Like, that is the best news that you could possibly ever get. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, finally, a quick note on our dubs. First and foremost, they need to figure out what's going on with uh, Bob Myers. The rumors around Bob Myers is that he's getting a $20 million offer a year to go to a venture capital firm. He might just leave the NBA altogether. In order for him to stay with the Warriors, it's going to take a huge bag. So that's, that's point number one, which I have no updates on. I do have an update, though, on um, the big three and whether they're going to continue with the pool party thing. 
Uh, I wanted to illustrate something before the season started that I said. It was in, in the immediate aftermath when Draymond Green um, turned Jordan Poole into Glass Joe from Mike Tyson's knockout that I said this here on the show. The Warriors are in turmoil. And how a lot of things progress in Golden State will revolve around whether they can put this behind them. Uh, it turns out they did not put that behind them. And now we don't just have anecdotal evidence. We have proof. Early reports out of the Warriors camp is that no, uh, our dubs, our dubs, did not put this behind them. Uh, according to ESPN's Ramona Shelburne, she interviewed a ton of Warrior staff and a ton of Warriors players, and this is what she had to say. Tension between veterans and younger players on Warriors never went away after Draymond Green's punch. Draymond Green's punch didn't just knock out Jordan Poole. It laid bare the tension between the older championship core and the younger players on the organization hoped would supersede them one day. It has never gone away, despite Poole's relative silence on the matter this season. Oh, boy. Yeah, it turns out um, hiring a whole new staff to replace the current staff and actually branding it with a name called Two Timelines, uh, implying that one timeline would eventually be laid out to pasture, probably not great. Uh, and the in the second timeline, thing, thinking that they're the second coming of a some sort of dynasty, probably also not great. Um, we've heard grumblings from Poole and Kaminga about playing time. Kaminga is said to be so angry that he thinks he's going to be traded if he doesn't get a full-time role next season. Uh, you've got Clay. That ends up affecting him, or Clay now is putting his foot down, and he's saying, well, fuck it. If you're going to give Jordan Poole $30 million, you better give me $40 million. And that's just not going to happen either. So... Now there's even more traction to a Jordan Poole trade on the horizon, most recently uh, as part of a package to Toronto for OG Ananobi. Don't hate that. Just like OG Ananobi and Andrew Wiggins together. Ooh. Poole has been um, somehow not silent anymore, uh, even though he's been ducking the media up until now. He has not said really anything substantive about the punch, but he did say this to the ringer when they were asking him about his relationship with Draymond. It pretty much says everything that you need to know. He said, uh, we were just on the court teammates. It's just been business. Oh, boy. Doesn't sound like they've ever patched things up or ever will patch things up. This season is going to be written about. There's going to be a documentary about the death of, the, of our dubs. The death of our dubs. Call it that right now. And the main storyline is going to be the punch that took them down. The one punch heard all around the world, but whether Draymond Cole cocking Jordan Poole actually ended the Dubs dynasty itself, that remains to be seen. That is all the time that we have for the Heat Check. We'll be back Friday for an all-new episodes. We are here with the conference finals. I'm going to be on the ground for the finals for the Boston element. We're not even going to add the Heat into this. Like, they're not. Come on, right? Like, we know that. It's Boston. Check out the feed for past episodes and mini-episodes, which drop every day, pretty much every day. And now follow the heat check as the 2022-2023 NBA Conference Finals are in full swing. Do not forget to download, subscribe, tell all your friends, every single one of them, and follow us on social at, at this heat check and Trista Crick on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. We will see you Friday, my friends.